Did you ever stick your hand on a hot stove or directly into a fire and you yanked your hand out and you probably cried? You probably learned not to do that again. Pain teaches. Now on to the intro. Currently rocking in the school of life. He is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in his brain. You know it is 100% Bridget! All right, here I am. Here I am. It's me <laughs> talking about something. <laughs> we learn in weird ways, and, and pain is one way to learn. So that's probably what I'm going to talk about today. But first, I got to get some stuff out of the way because I keep forgetting to do this. If you're watching on YouTube, um, probably about tw- maybe 5% of the people that actually listen to me or watch me on YouTube are actually subscribed. So if you're watching me, feel free to hit the subscribe button, click the like button, and Ring the bell so you can find out when I pop on, and I would like to thank you very much in advance for doing that. And uh, once again, if I'm a, if you're if you're an audio fan only, you can check me out on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. And my podcast is actually audio on both video and audio on uh, Facebook. So check me out there. Um, unless we go virtual with the metaverse. <laughs> Then that will just be a whole new thing. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about pain, 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 pain hurts. Have you ever smashed your finger with a hammer? <laughs> I know we have special tools for that now. You got nail guns and things like that. But back in my day, you held the hammer or you didn't hold the hammer. <laughs> you, you hold a nail with your fingers you place it in the spot and you whack it with a hammer. I know people still do that today, and every now and then we miss, <laughs> and and we have we we learn to get accurate with our hammer <laughs> after we hit our thumb a couple of times and split it open and do all kinds of gross stuff. So here we go. Pain can be a gift. Let's look at it from medically speaking. Without pain. We would not know when we need medical attention. You know, so like if you fall off your skateboard and you skin your knee, it hurts. Now, you you can probably tell by looking at it also because it's bleeding. But what about those pains that you don't know what they are? So like knee pain just out of the blue, suddenly your knee starts hurting or or back pain or, or you get a pain in your back and you find out you got kidney stones. But it causes you to seek attention to get that thing fixed. Well, that works spiritually also. Sometimes we get end up with pain so that we can communicate with God, receive his grace, and then move forward with whatever is next. So pain will teach us stuff. Spiritually speaking, we can take joy in knowing that God is at work in order to produce endurance. You know, we go through all kinds of stuff. Everybody everybody on this planet, I don't care who you are, I don't care how happy you are, I don't care what your social media page says, how great you are. All of us go through stuff. We all have some sort of pain, mental pain, physical pain, um, even spiritual pain. We, we have 
you know, we, 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 you, you, if you've listened to me for a while now, you know I used to pastor a church. And when that church had to close down, I, I had pain. I had spiritual pain. I was, I was like, what do I do? How do I, what do I do next? Am I called? Am I not called? What, what's going on here, God? But it caused me to go inside to reach for the endurance to keep going and to see, hey, what is next? So pain causes us to look into the next thing so that we can see what's next. Now watch this. This is James chapter 1, 2 through 3. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Now, this is a famous verse. People use this all the time. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Another translation says endurance. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So the trial brings about the patience or endurance. So the pain will start to teach you how to get through something. So like, let's say you have surgery. If you've ever had surgery, there's a certain amount of time that you have to get through until everything is clear. So I had knee surgery several years ago. I had my meniscus shaved or whatever they did in there. <laughs> so in my knee. And they said, it's going to hurt. Here's some pills. So they immediately give you something to cover the pain. But they wanted me to walk right away. So every time I stood up on a walker, it hurt like a bad word cussing stuff, right? It hurt bad. But I graduated from a walker to a cane, from a cane to nothing, to walking upstairs and I was able to go back to my job within like eight weeks because the meniscus isn't that bad. is isn't as bad as like an ACL or a full complete replacement or whatever. But I was able to go back and then it was like it never happened. So I went through the pain for that perfect work to happen. And that's what happens in us spiritually. You know, we, we always hear people say, don't pray for patience. Why? Because it will create a trial so that you can gain patience. It's like I always tell my wife, did we get in the shortest line that's going to take the longest when we go to the grocery store? So th th this is how pain functions. Paul Paul had a thorn in his side, not a physical thorn. We don't even know what this thing was, but he mentions it, I believe, in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 12. He mentions that he has a thorn in his side. It's something that is aggravating him, something that is messing with him. Now watch this. It says, and, and lest, yeah, so 2 Corinthians chapter 12, 7 through 10. And lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the, re, of the revelations a thorn in the flesh has given to me. A messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. So he's talking about this, this issue that he has, a pain, you know, a thorn in your side. I'm, I'm going to equal that to pain. I have some sort of pain. That, 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 but it causes him to continue to actually move forward because, you know, in the back of our brain all the time, we always want to do stuff. This It's it's like natural. We want to sin. We, you know, and, and people say, well, once you have Jesus, you never want to sin. Well, that's not, that's a, that's a straight up lie. Just because you receive Jesus doesn't mean you don't sin anymore. It means your sins are taken care of as long as you are repentant because you understand that Jesus died on the cross and shed his blood for us, which, by the way, Jesus went through some pain on his way to heaven and to sit down at the right hand of God. So let's think about this for a minute. Here's, here's Paul. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. So he actually said, God, take this pain from me three times. Now, it's not that God didn't listen. 
because God hears everything we say. And so he asked, so God actually responds probably after the third time. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities than the power of Christ may rest that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So Paul, so God tells him my grace is sufficient for you. He didn't heal him of this thing of whatever it was. He didn't take it away from him. He said, trust in my grace. That's what God said. Trust that I got your back. Trust that I am going to be there for you no matter what you are going through. Even if it's a continuous thing, I am always there. And then Paul says this, therefore most gladly with joy he takes on the trial. Therefore most gladly I would rather boast in my infirmities than that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So pain will get us through situations. It will tell us that you're in a place of hardship. It'll tell us that we're we're in a place of something going wrong. It'll tell us that there's something wrong and we need to make adjustments. And then we have to trust God's grace because God's grace is sufficient. So we have to have an understanding that God is going to be there through the pain. And eventually, like in James, it says we will end up with a perfect work. So we will come out of that pain better than we were when we went into it. So as long as we recognize that it's a it's a, a red flag, um, and, and sometimes we have to live with that for however long it takes for us to realize how to get through it. And I'll tell you what, if you, if you trust God, <laughs> He will take you through all kinds of stuff. Now, I've been, like, you, you hear this all the time from me. I've been married 31 years. I have five grandkids. I got four daughters. If you don't think I've been through some stuff, <laughs> let me tell you, brother, I have been through some things in my life. And even before my married life, in my short little span of life before I got married, and in situations before I found Jesus, truly found him, and, and I learned a lot of stuff that, you know, I don't hold on to things. That's part of our problem is we hold on to stuff. Why do we hold on to things from our past? We get really jacked up from that and the pain actually increases and gets worse and it's harder to deal with it and it's harder to get through it the more we hold on to it. So when we realize that God's grace is sufficient, pain can come into a place where it becomes a perfect work and we can get through that. Pain can come in many forms, physical, mental, and spiritual. I already said that. And the pain should trigger us to move forward and not hang around in the pain. When somebody hurts us, you know, people do stupid things. They say stupid things. And how do we take those things? How we react to things will actually reveal who we are. So if you're reacting to things in pain, there has to be an adjustment and react to things in grace because God's grace is sufficient to endure through it. Jesus himself suffered pain through his death on the cross. He was not immune to pain. You see, he was actually human. So when he, I said this last week or a couple of weeks ago, he went to the rock of Gethsemane and he bled. And which means that he had, he, I would say that he had worry. I would say that he had issues. I would say that he was a human being on this earth with a plan from God to fulfill. 
and he had to go through pain to fulfill that plan and trust in God's grace that he was going to be raised again on the third day and sit down at the right hand of God. Now watch this, 1 Peter 3.18. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit. When you trust in God, when you trust in the Spirit of God, when you trust in His guidance, you will get through the pain. Right on, right on. <laughs>